found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning with verse 1. God is good. All the time. Amen. The Word of God says, Paul, apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, in keeping with the promise of life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dear son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as my ancestors did, with a clear conscience, as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded though Lao lives in you also. For this reason, I remind you to fan into the flame the gift of God, which is through the laying on of my hands. For the Spirit of God gives us, does not make us timid, but gives us power and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or, or me as his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. He has saved us and called us to live a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. Nick, would you lead us in a word of prayer, please? Amen. You may be seated. For the, for the Spirit of God gave us, does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I'd like to preach a few moments this morning upon boldness. Boldness. When you hear that word boldness, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? When Paul was writing to Timothy, now remember who Timothy was. Timothy was the one that was following after, after Paul, right? And Paul was helping Timothy. And Paul says to Timothy to make sure that when you go out and start your ministry, when you continue in your ministry, when you're doing the will of God, make sure that you are firmly grounded in what God wants you to be and that you are firmly grounded in what you believe and you are firmly grounded in believing to yourself that it is not only you that is doing the will of God, but God is working inside of you. I believe today that we all need to be firmly grounded, don't we? Firmly grounded in the word of God. Firmly believing in what God wants us to believe in and striving forward in the grace of God. Today I truly believe that we need more boldness. Ready to say amen? More boldness inside of the church. Amen? amen. We also need more boldness what? Outside of the church. We need to be able to be firmly grounded in our belief in God inside of this church. But we also need to be firmly grounded in belief in our God outside of this church. What is boldness? Boldness is defined as the lack of hesitation or fear in face of risk or danger. Boldness. Just that word sounds good, doesn't it? When you really want to emphasize something, when you're 
typing an email or whatever that may be on your computer, myself now making the letters much bigger so I can read them, right? But if you really want to emphasize something, you do what? You make it bold so it stands out. You make it bold so you definitely know it has a strong meaning. I want to define boldness today as standing up for what is right. Right? Standing up for what is right. Now, that's boldness, isn't it? It's easy to be, as we'll look at here in a few moments, it's easy to be timid. You think about timid, that's, I always thought that's sort of like somebody that's hiding in the corner, right? Playing hide-and-go-seek with you, right? Once they're there, then they're gone. Being boldness is a person that says, this is what I believe. This is how I, I'm going to strive forward in my relationship with God. Today, I believe we need more bold Christians, don't we? More folks that are willing to say to themselves, I'm, I'm following after a mighty God, like Paul said to Timothy, be firmly grounded in the grace of God and know that I am praying for you. Know that I am there for you and know that God is there for you and that God does not want you to be timid, but God wants you to stand up and do his will. I hate to say it this morning, but it seems like that our boldness as Christians and society today has become less and less when it's centered around God, isn't it? It's hard for us to stand up for what is right. It's hard for us to make that de decision in our life to follow after God. Why is that? Well, I believe today that God is still the same as he was yesterday, right? He's not changed. God has not changed at all. God is all-knowing and all-powerful. God's grace and God's boldness, I don't, know, I don't think you could ever find a man that's more bold than God, right? No, you can't. You can't find a person that not only stands and decides himself, but truly stands upon that. God is still boldness. I believe today that God's message has not changed, right? God has not changed. God's message has not changed, right? I believe also that we can agree today that the walk of salvation has not changed. God tells us exactly what we need to have in our life to to be saved and how to follow after God, that has not changed. The only thing that we can define today as changed as far as boldness and doing firmly grounded in the grace of God is you and I, right? We have changed. We have changed for what we stand for and what we believe and are we willing to stand up for what is right. There's a country song that I, I've heard many times many times before. You got to stand for something or what? Or you'll fall for anything. You've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. I'm afraid that's ha what's happening to us today in society. Amen? We're just falling for anything. Let anything go. Let anything happen. Let everybody be. Don't you just love when you hear this? Let everybody be what they want to be. Let everybody act how they want to act. Like, let everybody treat God like the way they want to treat God or the church. I don't believe that's what God wants us to do. I believe God wants us to become bolder in our relationship to Him. God wants us to become stronger and, and believe in this 
overpowering spirit in our hearts and our lives to give us the ability to stand and say, I am firmly grounded and I am going to have boldness and to be bold in my life. But how do we do that? I believe becoming bold is a work of progress, isn't it? It's not something you wake up one morning and I look over at Sheila and say, honey, I'm going to be bold today. And she says, okay, how are you going to be bold? And I'm going to say, well, this is what I'm going to do. No, boldness is something you have to be bold today, but you also have to be bold when? Tomorrow. You can't be wishy-washy. Amen? You have to be strong every day. You have to be bold every day. You can't just decide just to go with how the wind blows you. Did you notice the other day? Boy, those trees would bend all the way over, wouldn't they? Then all of a sudden, they popped back up, and they were strong. Why was that? Saw some trees that just came up by the roots, didn't they? Fell straight over. Some of those big old trees, you see them? They stood. Why? They had great roots, didn't they? And they were embedded, and they were able to hold on to during that storm. We as Christians, that's what we need, isn't it? We need to grow our root system of being boldness, don't we? We need to be able to have that in our lives and to feel that as God is building us. But how do we do that? First of all, over there in verse 5, it says, I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and is now in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. You hear that a lot around Mother's Day, don't you? Talking about Lois and Eunice. But I believe today that faith brings boldness, doesn't it? Faith brings boldness. We need to have faith in God today, don't we? True faith. Truly believe that nothing is impossible with God, right? And we have faith in that. We believe that God has our back, doesn't he? He is the one that if you're going to take a stand for something, you're not standing by yourself, but you have faith what? God is standing with you. And if you're doing it in his grace and in his honor, he is there to give you what you need, to have faith. I believe sometimes as Christians, that's one of the biggest problems that we have as far as standing up for what is right. Correct? We don't have faith. What people are going to say? How are they going to react? I can tell you, this may sound bad, and Sheila may get on me in the car, and Kevin may take up for me. I don't know. But the older I get, the less I'm concerned about what other people think. You realize that? I believe we spend way too much time on that. Worried about, I know when I was younger, oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to say? What, what, how's that going to go over? Now, I'm, Sheila can tell you, I open my mouth, and I really don't, it just rolls out anymore. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I believe that when I'm doing God's will, God is going to give me faith to be able to survive, isn't he? He's going to help me. He's going to give me. There's been times in my life without having faith in God, I don't know what I would have done. Many times in my job that I had, I, I would walk up to a house and get out of a car. And I know Tim and Kevin and some of the rest of you can talk about this too, but... You get out of your car and you drive up to a person's driveway and you, and you see, when you live in the house, you know what's behind the door, don't you? 
and they know what was in there. And I remember driving up in their driveway, and, and you'd look at the house, and, you know. We used to have a, a sign on our front door that says, due to the high cost of ammo, there's not a warning shot. Well, I took that sign down because that's pretty bad, right? I didn't want people to think they couldn't come in the front door. But I would look at that house and I'd go, Lord, they, they probably got a lot of guns in there. <laughs> there are going to be some people in there who don't like me. They're gonna, not going to like what I'm here for. And I remember many times, and there's nothing wrong with this, I, I would feel my knees shaking a little bit. I'd walk up on that front porch and, and all I could think to myself was this, and I did this for years, and I'm sure a lot of the rest of you have done this as well. As I walked up to that front door to knock on that door, all I could think was it's not me knocking, it's me and God knocking, right? And I had faith whatever was on the other side of that door that God was going to take care of me. And praise be to God, he did for all those years. And I didn't have to worry about those type of things. But I was still scared a little bit. Faith brings boldness. When people seeing you stand up, and saying, I have faith and believe in these type of things. This is what the will of God is for me in my heart and my life. I am going to take that stand and I have faith that God is going to strengthen me. I have seen it happen many, many times. When you do it God's way, God's going to bless you, isn't he? He is going to multiply you, give you more than you could ever think about when you do it God's way. And when you have faith and you have trust in Him. The biggest messes I ever make in my entire life is when I try to do things myself. Right? That's when you make messes. That's when you can destroy relationships. You can destroy things all along your life when you try to do it yourself. Have faith in God and His plan. And I can tell you sometimes God's plan doesn't seem exactly right, does it? And you'll go, what? You want me to do what? You want me to be strong and bold in what? But God, you see, what I believe is what's so wonderful about God. God knows what the beginning looks like and what? What the ending looks like. He knows what the middle looks like. He knows it all. All we know is we're standing here and we, we're a little frightened by that. But have faith and have trust in God. So today, faith brings boldness. Amen? Having faith in God. Next, the Spirit of God gives you boldness. There in verse 7, for the Spirit of God gives us, does not make us timid, but gives us power. Love and self-discipline. Today, I believe that there's a whole lot of timid Christians in the world today, aren't there? No, preacher. Christians are not timid. Really? What's happened? I remember when, I'm, when I was young and I'd go to my grandma and grandpa's house. Let me tell you what. I said something out of the way, my grandpa had no problem letting me know real quick that I need to get back in line, right? I needed to straighten up. But today, we just sort of, it seemed like the louder you protest, the more you get, right? The louder I holler for something that's wrong, 
the louder I do that, the more you get. And all of a sudden, we've, we've just sort of tied up everybody, haven't we? We've tied up our schools, Lord knows that. Sheila tells me and I hear about certain things that go on in the school anymore, and I'm like, what? What? What's happened? People become so worried about, well, if I do this, what's the reaction going to be? If I say this, what are they going to say? And we back up, don't we? Lord knows that's happened inside of the church, hasn't it? Amen? We've seen that all around. People become timid and said, okay, I'll let it happen. That's okay. It's all right. I don't want, I don't want to bother nobody. I, I, don't, I don't want that to happen. Well, we say today the Holy Spirit gives you boldness. What's that mean? What's the Holy Spirit mean to you? You say it a lot, don't you? We say the... Our church and our bylaws, we talk about the Holy Trinity, don't we? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. A lot of us understand the Father and the Son, don't we? What's that Holy Spirit? Well, that Holy Spirit is something powerful, isn't it? The Holy Spirit's what gives you boldness. It's what fills your tank back up, isn't it? It's what gives you the strength that you need to have in your life. That Holy Spirit is there with you and for you, if you ever thought to yourself in your Christian walk, I had no idea I could do that. I had no idea that I could lead that way. I had no idea that I understood that. I had no idea I could sing in church, right? I had no idea I could pray in church. I had no idea I could testify in church. I had no idea that I could be a, as we talked about this morning in Sunday school, a spiritual leader in church. I had no idea of any of those things. You know how you didn't have any idea? You couldn't do it by yourself. You had to have the Holy Spirit with you, didn't you? That's what you need. Today as Christians, that is what is so lacking so much. We had to realize that our God, make sure you hear this this morning, our God is stronger than any protest, isn't he? Anybody that can run down or say anything or whatever that may be. Our God is stronger and louder than that. As Christians, we should be one of the loudest groups in the community, shouldn't we? And as Christians, we should be the group that stands for what is right more than anybody else. But so often we're the what? The little timid group. The little timid group that our voice is so Small, you can barely, barely hear us whisper. That is not how God wants us to live our lives. Our God wants us to stay close to his word. Our God wants us to stay close to building our relationship with him and becoming stronger and stronger in the Holy Spirit and having that boldness in our life. And finally, this morning, living a holy life brings boldness. There in verse 9, he says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. I believe today, now get your toes underneath the pews if you need to a little bit here. I believe sin needs to be called sin. Amen? Amen. I believe we have far too long turned the other way, haven't we? 
and we say to ourselves, if I don't look at it, I don't know about it. And maybe it will just go away. Maybe I won't have to see it. Well, it seems like that for some reason, I don't know about you all, but it seems like to me in the world, sin is multiplying rapidly, isn't it? Some of the most deviant behavior I've ever seen in the world is going on right now in the world, isn't it? Some of the most rampant sin that I've ever seen in the world today is going on in the world today. And we as Christians so often, instead of living a holy life, I believe if you don't stand against it, you're for it. Woo! Right? If you don't stand against it, you're for it. What's that mean, preacher? Well, you know, if you're standing back and just saying, well, it's okay, I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to go against the norm. I don't want to do any of those. I'm just going to stay where I am. I don't believe that's where God wants you to be. I want you to be able to say, I, I, you know, I believe what's right is right. And what's wrong is wrong. And I believe when sin is in our lives, we have to work. I believe that the definition of sin, sometimes we want to change to make it politically and socially correct, don't we? I didn't think I'd ever hear those words as much as I hear anymore. Politically and socially correct. What's that mean? Don't ruffle any feathers. Just stay on the right over here. Stay with what they say. And everything will be all right. As Christians, I believe God wants us to live a holy life that says, you know, if it's against God's word, it's against me. And I'm going to stand for what is right. And I'm going to have boldness in my life. And I'm going to live that type of life. And when something is wrong and God tells me to, I am going to stand against it, right? I am going to be strong enough and bold enough in my life to truly believe that. Living a holy life means you stand for what is right, but it's not easy. I believe all of us can say in the past few years, it's not been easy. Amen. We've all had personal situations and things that have come from what is, we've stood for what is right. But praise be to God, I believe that God's going to give us some glory for that, right? I truly believe that. Stand for God and live a holy life and have boldness in your life. Today, God is calling us all to be bold, I believe. People say, Brother Paul, can the world get any worse? Yes, it can. I've got to a point a few times in my life I thought, can't get worse than this. Then guess what? Got up the next day. <laughs> it got a little worse. It got a little worse. There's going to have to be a stopping point somewhere, right? Some people say it's going to be when God calls us home. Amen to that. But what do we do while we're still waiting? We've got to be bold today, aren't we? What would Paul say to you? Be firmly grounded. Know what you're grounded in. Know your boldness and what God wants you to be bold. Maybe today, what's your boldness step that you need to take? 
You hear this every Sunday? Well, you know, I believe you have to have an altar call every Sunday. I don't know about you all. I, I believe you do. If today's the day that you need to be saved, today's the day you need to be saved. And that's a bold step, isn't it? For you to take that stand and take that step and walk down to this altar and pray and talk to God and the preacher help you and your friends help you, but it's a great day. It's a bold step. And you turn your heart and life over to God. Last Sunday, I brought up about, you know, it's a bold step to become a new member of the church, isn't it? You know what I forget sometimes? Just because I know something doesn't mean everybody knows something. Y'all realize that? I had somebody ask me last Sunday, I'm not going to call them out because that would not be nice, would it? What's it mean to join a church? Well, let me tell you what, folks. If you can hear my voice this morning, this church is open for you to join, okay? That means all you have to do is believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be immersed in baptism and believe in God and believe in those scriptures. And you can be a new member here at this church. Today, that's what God wants from us, to be bold. Because I believe today's church, we're going to need a strong church in the days ahead to face the things of this world, to face the things that are coming down upon our children and our grandchildren and our kids' lives and our lives. We have to be bold and listen to that grace of God. Whatever God's talked to you about today, it's a bold step. To walk from where you are down here, it's a bold step. I'll be more than glad to pray for you here. It's also a bold step for you to pray right where you are, isn't it? And you pray to God and you talk to God and you ask for God for his guidance and for direction and help in your life. Whatever he is talking to you about today, we invite you to come as we have our closing song.